welcome to a Stable Life podcast. My name is Jennifer Connor. I'm an equine pharmaceutical rep, an owner, breeder, and rider, and I'm here with my co-host, Melinda Furco. Hello, everyone, and I am an equine nutrition consultant. I also am an owner and rider and have done many disciplines over the years, but currently I'm doing lower-level dressage. Welcome back to a Stable Life podcast. For episode five. Episode five already. It's flying. It is. It's so fun. So fun. I'm loving this. Yeah. Absolutely positively loving it. Totally, totally addicted. I agree. <laughs> I, I wish we could do it every day. We do. People pay us. Yeah. We'll do it every day. <laughs> yeah. We love it. Exactly. It's amazing. <laughs> so how's your week been? Good. Not overly exciting, but yeah. you know, not bad either. I, I made a cool little trip down to New Jersey this week. Oh, fun. Yeah. We went to a shop called Lafash. Nice. Yeah, and they have such cool things. Like, really great stuff. So, for my birthday, that's what my husband had given me was a gift certificate. Excellent. Yeah, so... Kudos to him. Yeah, it was really good. It was Actually, the girls at the shop were like, that was so nice. I was like, well, it's good to have a best friend who knows what you want. Uh, Agreed. (laughs) Uh, Very agreed. (laughs) They can drop hints. (laughs) Or or not so much of a hint as... You should this do this. This is what you yes. need to do. Would you, would you like to live this year? Yeah. This is what you need to do. Absolutely. So, yeah, so we went down there, and the girls were really nice, and we went on a date. You can actually call them and ask for a private. Oh, nice. Is that all the time, Showing? or just because of COVID? I think because of COVID. Okay. But the, the shop is closed, like, Monday and Tuesdays, but they will let you come in on those days for, like, a private viewing. Okay. So we went down, and... They offered us prosecco. Oh, nice! Yeah, and we had the whole my kind of shopping day. <laughs> it was it was super cool, and I ended up getting an awesome shirt. They have their own brands, okay, and um, it's beautiful. And a pair of um, Cavalieri Toscana breeches, which were okay. Wait, I have to stop you. Okay. I have a very very serious question. Okay, I've been riding for thirty some years. Okay. Is it breeches? Or breeches. Uh, honestly, I have no idea. I I'm, feel stupid because people look to me and I just, I go back and forth. I figure I got to cover the bases. I honestly don't know because I feel like it should be breeches the way it's spelled. Because to me, breeches is B-R-I-T-C-H-E-S, breeches. Yes. Breeches is, you know, B-R-E-C-H-E-S, breeches, yeah. or breeches. Yes, and I mean, on their website, it's B-R-E-E-C-H-E-S. But clearly somebody else has Googled this before because when I... Was it just me? Yeah. (laughs) So, breeches are short trousers that extend to or below the knee. And breeches are also short trousers that extend to or below the knee. But when speaking informally, breeches is a term that may refer to any trousers. (laughs) So, either is correct. (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) That really wasn't All right. So, next time if someone ever questions me, I'm like, I'm right either way. Yeah doesn't matter it's like you're married to me either way i'm right yeah. i'm right <laughs> exactly oh so um when i was at this shop though like they have really nice riding clothes and different shirts and they've got a great website um but they also had these beautiful pillows oh nice and they're you know equestrian themed and i really would have loved to get a pillow my dogs would eat them. Yeah. So I can't really can't spend that kind of money on a pillow. But there was a really cool story because I was looking around the shop and they had these beautiful, like, hand-drawn 
cards like in picture frames and I asked the girl if she drew because they I mean they were really super cool and she said no the woman who actually makes those pillows um sends a handwritten note with every order wow and she like freehands these drawings on the cards and she was like they were so beautiful I didn't know what to do with them and then she said I had this idea like why don't I hang them up like I'm not just going to keep them in a drawer they're so cool that's like, awesome the woman is so talented I don't, I don't really know her name but um I just like if you go there take a look go at to the shop you'll yeah. see them yeah they're really cool so that was that was a fun little excursion that does in, sound fun yeah they're in Oldwick New Jersey which is okay. down near like the USAT um the headquarters farm. yeah so yeah so it was really a cool Oh, that sounds like fun. I'm very jealous. Yeah. Yeah, and it was a beautiful week. It was. Finally, yeah. we hit 60s. I know. It's amazing. <laughs> and of course, today, a little bit chillier again, but we were there. We yeah. felt it. Spring is coming. <laughs> Spring was in the air. And I know I know. we like to talk about the weather a lot. We do. It's, it's, it's a focus here in yeah. New York, especially <laughs> as we're coming into spring. All of us are so anxious for the warm weather and the sun and the ride outside i know ride outside i did actually yesterday i did too yeah went on a little trail ride yeah my horse just got injections so we're we're slowly coming back but we took a walk around the outdoor ring and around the property and it was it was so nice it was uh our girls were a little fresh yesterday because they were like oh first time out woo!" yeah (laughs) but it was beautiful so i was really happy to be able to do that but i mean it is relevant for our episode this week indeed and i know (laughs) that i've been dealing with this with my own mare shedding shedding yes some hacks some springtime hacks on some problems that we have uh during the springtime especially up here in the northeast and i know some people clip their horses and actually my horse ended up getting clipped today yeah um so i Got the best of both worlds. I dealt with the shedding, yeah. and now you know now I have you to deal clipped. with the clipped horse. <laughs> so we're back to heavier blankets here. Um, but if you don't clip your horse, these are some some products to try, some methods that may work for you that we have we've tried. Yeah. So well, first I'd like to start out with a traditional curry comb. I think they do a fine job. Agreed. I do think though when they get dull that it doesn't do as good of a job. And I find them to be a little bit annoying. You're constantly having to pick the hair out. Yes. You know, I try to, try to toss it in the wind because <laughs> otherwise then I'm going to be sweeping it up. Yeah. But it's annoying because if you don't pick the hair out, it, it becomes less effective. Yes. And I know for somebody like my mom who has arthritis in her hands, it's it's hard on her hands to, yeah. to keep it in that in that position for that long while you're currying. So um, some of the alternatives, I know for her, one great alternative she's found is those gloves. I've seen those. You've seen them? Yeah, the hands-on. There's a couple of different brands, but um, the hands-on ones are the first ones that we had gotten her. And she just seems to be able to, you know, keep her hand in a comfortable position. It's like a massage to the horse as you're going over their body. They're easy to just shake it off, the glove, and then continue on. So, so you, really good for someone who has arthritis, yeah. maybe just limited um, flexibility or yeah. motion of their hands. Yeah. And yeah. it's a win for the horse. The horse likes yeah. it. Yeah, the horses like it. Actually, um, I, I have a little video and the horse is just loving it <laughs> where they're like, oh, this is great. And it's good for cats too. Oh, Probably nice. for dogs. <laughs> you, we should try it on my beagles yeah. upstairs because they shed non-stop. Yeah. They don't care if it's spring or not. They're just going to shed. They're, They're shedding shed. all the time. I'm fortunate. I have Irish terriers and they don't shed. I mean, I love my beagles, but <laughs> and, and it doesn't matter. You get a white carpet, 
They shed the brown and the black hair. You get a darker <laughs> carpet. They shed the white hair. I mean, you're screwed. You're <laughs> yeah, literally just screwed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, I actually bought a new one from okay. Smart Pack to try this spring. Um, it's the it's called Strip Hair Gentle Groomer, the original. Um, looks like the company is called Betty's Best. Okay. So it's a long, it's very rubbery. It's a, it's like a longer type product. Yeah. So I used it on Linnea. It worked. Yeah. I don't, I felt like it was a little bit hard to hold because it really isn't a handle. There's a little kind of, maybe like a bump out. Okay. But there's no real handle. It did work. What kind of teeth did it have on it? Were they soft or were they? Yeah, the whole thing's like rubbery. Okay. So they were soft. My horse seemed to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. No complaints from her. Um, Like it, It definitely got the hair out. It didn't clog like those, you know, the traditional curry comb. It did not clog. The hair would be pulled out and either, you know, would still be left on the body or fly off. Mm-hmm. Um, it claims to give the, some shine to the coat. Obviously, I work for a feed company. My horse is generally shiny yeah. anyway. Yeah. I did feel like it, it added some shine. And, of course, you know, my horse has been, has the long hair, yeah. been blanketed all winter. I feel like this is, March is the worst time for coats. Yeah. So it, it looked like it gave some shine. Overall, I mean, I'll continue to use it. I'm not sure that was amazing. Yeah, so my mom actually has one, and, and what she had said about the gloves is they're really, really great for horses with a real thick coat Okay. to get through, and it, and then, like, it's not stress on her hands. She can easily get through those thick coats. Um, but on the, th- like, thinner-coated horses or thinner-skinned horses that are kind of sensitive, she thought it was a little bit harsh, and she actually likes the, the rubber strip hair okay. that, like you had gotten on those kind of horses because it, even though it's harder for her to hold and manipulate, she feels like the horses enjoy it a little bit better. Interesting. So, and I actually have one of the sleek easies. Okay. And I like them, but um, sometimes I'm concerned that it's cutting the hair and not just pulling yeah. it out like i think that when you get to a certain point you got to switch over to something else because once you get like their long the long scruffy hair out i think that you'd just be cutting cutting yeah the other hair and um so kind of the same thing is with like a metal curry i mean a metal uh shedding blade yeah you know the traditional ones all hard to hold and, right you know yeah i think they have their place yeah um you know i'm yeah, you know, my trainer always kind of makes fun of me. I like new, inventive, and not necessarily, I don't want gimmicky, but I'm cool with gimmicky if it works. Yeah. Um, but I'm always looking to try something new. I like technology. I like new things. Um, so I'm always, like, apt to try and open to try. Right. I have to say, I mean, I think the old curry comb's still solid standby. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, and I, I think that you can probably use these in kind of stages as well. Sure. You know, because they also have those charcoal blocks yep. that a lot of people use. So they're great for getting bot eggs off of horses' legs and stuff. Um, but they, they too, I think, can cut their hair at a certain point. You know, at a breeding farm that I worked at when we were prepping yearlings, they brush them a lot yeah. for hours on a day, right? So, you know, the whole afternoon is spent grooming on these horses. And when you spend an hour grooming a horse with the charcoal block, it really makes their coat kind of cut and not nice and flat and silky yeah. feeling. So I know we used them when I was at Penn State and we'd get horses ready for the little eye. Yeah, We would use them, but again, not to that extent. Yeah. 
So maybe that's something that's, again, an intermittent, occasional right. type product that you use. Yeah, that, that you can put into your program. And I mean, I think I'm a big proponent of the fact that our brushes need to be clean. Yes. Right? And we have children at our barn, not to throw the children under the bus, <laughs> which sounds bad as I'm saying it. Um, but the children are notorious for not cleaning out the brushes. Honestly, there's some adults too. I like to clean out my brush, whether they're mine or a barn brush. I definitely like to get them cleaned out. And we will every so often, like, soak the brushes and really, really get them clean. Mm -hmm. But it's very frustrating when you get to use a brush and you're like, I don't have a gray horse and now my horse looks gray because someone didn't clean the brush. Yeah. And I also, one of my pet peeves is that people use brushes, like, way too long, right? Yeah. Because you get these brushes that the bristles are all crooked and they're all flat and they're, well, what are they really doing, Right. right? And, um... And when you're cleaning the brushes, I know my mom's pretty strict about this in the barn, that when we let them dry, we don't let them dry with the bristles up. Right. That you let them dry with it down. Down, yep. So that the water goes out at the bottom and you're not ruining the wooden handles on the brushes, right? (laughs) Which would potentially be another good podcast. I I think it was for my birthday, Mother's Day, some recent event. (laughs) My kids got me one of those, I think, are they pronounced Haas? brushes i think it's h-a-a-s okay they're like higher end brushes Mm -hmm. they got me some of those they're very nice yeah but i keep them tucked away even Mm -hmm. even my own children i'm like you can't you can't use those (laughs) those that's that's mommy's brush yeah yeah there are some i have a really nice one too that's a soft bristled brush yeah that i got when i was in wellington and yeah that's like for a show you know not no other time like that's not just a general brush right. brush <laughs> we say we should dive into so, that of yeah different kinds of brushes, brushes. different brands and <laughs> definitely another podcast yeah i know that people in the springtime too they like to do a lot of because it's hard to give baths up here very hard you know i mean we were able to this week but how many months of dirt is in there so they need a few yeah in order to get everything out of their coat um but the hot towel yeah. Using like a nice hot towel and kind of pulling the dirt up from it. Because I know I gave a bath maybe two weeks ago. We had that warm-ish yeah. day. And again, my horse's hair was long and we ride her fairly hard. And she had gotten sweated up. And I, when I bathed her, the water didn't come out brown. And obviously she's been blanketed. But it came out that chalky white because yeah. there was so much sweat that I hadn't been able to get out of her. Yeah. It was disgusting. But her hair was so much nicer. But even so, yeah. my trainer sent me pictures today. She had clipped my horse. Yeah. And even though I brush her multiple times per week and I try to take very good care of her, there were still some spots that I, w- I wasn't able to see underneath that hair. Yeah. That, well, I find it with the racehorses, right? Because we don't necessarily bathe all the time. Some people do. My parents don't like to in the winter, um, especially on the young horses because they don't want to keep their blankets on. So we don't really bathe, but then their hair gets like so nappy that it's almost hard for them to cool out and dry out. Yeah. Right? When it's long and they've been sweaty for like a couple of days and, and we towel them out. Sure. But still. I mean, I try to too. You put yeah. the cooler on, you exactly. wait, you yeah. brush, but it's, but, it's, there's nothing I haven't found an ideal solution no so you know we've been able to give it's been warm enough to give a couple of baths and you can see the difference after you give them a bath the next day they cool out much better if it's like too cold to give another bath oh, interesting and, and we tell them out I think that they cool out better because they don't have all that that they're holding in yeah you know and there's 
their coats can breathe. Yeah. So. But along those lines, too, is, um, you know, a lot of us come across as either as they're shedding out or we're clipping, we notice our horses have gotten scratches over the winter. Yes. I know my mare has a white hind leg, and being a mare, we have dealt with issues over the years. One thing that I found, and again, um, being you know, going the equine nutrition route, I like to give her a supplement with omega-3s. I happen to use the Triple Crown Naturals Flax because obviously it's one of my products, so that's what I use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could use fish oil. Anything that's high in omega-3s definitely will, will help hair coat and help combat uh, scratches. Oh, it does. Oh, it's very good. That. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. So do you recommend that for all year? I do it all year. Okay. I like to keep her hair coat. I also it has um, some anti-inflammatory effects. Okay. Her being older, um, I just feel like it helps. So I do, I do feed it all yeah. year. Yeah. If people couldn't feed it all year, would it benefit them to do it through the winter and sure. the spring? Yep. If they started, yeah. you know, let's say September, October, mm-hmm. fed it till March, April, yeah. certainly, and have it have some benefit. Oh, okay, cool. So I I like a couple of products for scratches. I think one of the most important things that people don't do with scratches is they don't clean them properly and dry them yes right drying them is key is key it really is so you know i know some barns who will bring their horses in hose the legs pick out the feet and then throw the horses in the stall and i've had some friends who've had terrible time especially mares with white legs um of keeping the scratches under control so what we do is i have two options at the barn depending on how bad the scratches are we'll use castile soap okay and clean that out and then dry them up really good or um there's like a surgical scrub that if they're really that bad that will put the surgical scrub in sometimes horses have reactions to footing and that's a big part of the scratches um i know i had a friend who could never get it under control and she had to put the socks on her horse when yep. she rode them because it was like the oil or the grease in the footing because it was like the really no, yeah it's like the no dust footing okay and um got terrible scratches from it and we did the castile soap and then we used something one of the local vets um Pimush equine okay they use they mix up their own mix it's called mecker's cream and i think it has probably some desitin some cortisone something like that in it which really helped it um i i like mtg I think that'll work for an over-the-counter thing, but my company sells something called Myconahex Plus Triz, and we have it in a shampoo, and a mousse, and a wipe, and a spray. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so I really like that. I use it on my dogs. It's for dogs, cats, horses, and I really like it because the Triz EDTA, EDTA helps uh, break down the barrier so that the good stuff can get in there and okay. kind of help clean it up so i've had a lot of success with that i like the spray for the horses shampoo is great but you have to let it sit right we can't all shampoo every day so uh, to me a spray is ideal or even the wipe i mean the wipe would work as long as it's getting into into it yeah and and like my thing about the mousse is that i feel like it gets a little sticky on a coat of a horse okay you know because they're in the barn and it's so dirty it's probably better for a dog or a cat that's like a house pet um but the spray works super and, you know, you can actually get that through your vet. Okay. And um, I really, I think that's a good product too. Yeah, I've heard of, um, I haven't tried that yet, but maybe that'll be my next step yeah. as we're heading into spring here. The Desitin, I've heard people swear by. Yeah. Um, I also have heard Excalibur, which is the sheath cleaner. Oh, really? <laughs> I've heard that apparently that works. <laughs> 
So something to try. Um, I don't think the Excalibur is super expensive. I have a mare, so I don't know. Yeah. But um, <laughs> also, I've seen Bag Bomb, yeah. Andy Ointment, things yeah. you could buy at CVS or CVS. Walgreens. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of it is keeping it dry, you know, cleaning it out, and then being consistent. Yeah. So, yeah. So those are some great ideas as we head into spring and we're hopefully back out riding. Our horses are looking better. So Yeah, excited to get out there in the outdoor. Can't I know. Wait. I'm excited <laughs> too. I'm looking forward to hunter paces and horse shows. Yep. Hopefully we're, you know, over the COVID hump. Yeah. So this is our happy hack. Yep. Episode. The whole episode was a happy hack. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're going to end there. Um, but whoever needs to hear this, Go, Go ride, ride your, your horse. horse.